Welcome to GTV, I'm Gareth Johnson. In this episode, we're joined by Royal Air Force Reservist and porn star Mark McCauley. Mark, firstly, congratulations. You've picked up the trophy for Best Newcomer at the Grabby Awards Europe. How does that make you feel? Yeah, I would say a few weeks in, I'm still absolutely buzzing and still shocked, still shocked. I've seen, I seen the, the names I was up against. And yeah, when they announced it, when Hong Youngbert announced it, I was pretty um, speechless. <laughs> It's worth noting that you've generated you know, some really positive press coverage from you know, the Scottish media in particular. Are you surprised that your porn career has made you a bit of a hometown hero? Yeah, because I wasn't really sure on how um, Scotland would react and act to it, but I've heard nothing but support, um, not just from the Air Force, but from family, from friends, from uh, local businesses, uh, businesses in different cities like Glasgow. You've got Pipeworks, uh, which is like a, a sauna and stuff. You know, they were they were really, really putting out the emails and stuff to thousands of people. And I had a lot of backing, so it's obviously worked. So all I can say is thank you very much, Scotland, for that. Now, industry awards such as the Grabbies are great, but you've still got to put the work in to continue to build your career. What are some of the next steps for you in the world of adult entertainment? I intend on being in London over the next few weeks. Uh, there's definitely going to be filming involved down there whether it's collabs or with hopefully some more studio work. Um, as soon as these restrictions start getting uplifted a bit more again, because we're getting there, we're getting there. Um, I've even been speaking to Tim Porn, South Africa. They, they were asking me to come out there and do some filming with them and stuff, which would be great. So there's going to definitely be a lot of filming, hopefully a lot of international filming. And over the coming weeks, it's just going to probably be exciting. And a lot of travelling involved, but it's good. For me, this is great. Last time we spoke, you mentioned that it made a big difference to you to be dating someone who also works in the industry. And you're dating the one and only Matt Cox. How did the two of you get together? Uh, we actually met in London. Uh, we had a, a collab which spoke before on Twitter. And we decided to do a, a meet. And we, we set up a, a pop-up studio. And we, we'd done a collab. It took off because I think when we now had it up on their, uh, their Twitter pages and stuff, just saying, you know, Matt McCauley fucks Matt Cox. Um, and that's just how we started speaking. And he he was in the industry. He was, uh, I would consider him a newcomer as well. Uh, I think he'd only done OnlyFans kind of stuff. And he's just, yeah, his followers just keep going up and up by the day as well. So, yeah, it was good to get somebody in this similar industry or that gets me and I get him. So, yeah, that, that's been fine. And you've talked about the challenges of dating someone outside of the industry. What are some of the challenges of dating someone who works in the industry? I would say you have to be more open-minded, but that goes two ways. To be honest, I would say it's actually better because there's none of this, you know, having to try and not speak about certain things or even when we're sitting editing and stuff, my, my ex-partners didn't want to hear anything about it. Whereas with someone like Matt Cox, uh, he's just, you know, he'll help me edit. <laughs> You mentioned that you're hoping to get to places like South Africa for some filming and you're going to spend some time in London. Once the travel restrictions hopefully start to ease, what are some of the top destinations or you know, potential collaborations? Which are the cities that are on your hit list? I would definitely say uh, London because uh, for collab-wise, all the, uh, the, the actors, a lot of them are down that way. So London's definitely going to be one. Manchester as well, hoping to get there and do some filming there as well. I've spoke to a couple of producers there. Uh, so Manchester, London, South Africa, as I say, would be brilliant. I've never been to South Africa. Uh, the Tim Porn there seems to be doing quite well. Um, but also America as well. Going out there and shooting Tim Porn out in America would be, would be ideal, would be brilliant. So I think it's definitely going to hopefully open a lot of doors and I'll just keep doing what I do. 
film in a way. <laughs> we saw this trend before the pandemic hit, but lockdown seemed to accelerate it quite a bit. Almost everyone seems to have launched a fan subscription site. Is there a danger of the market being oversaturated? Are there enough subscribers to go around? Um, personally, for me, I've actually noticed, and possibly with the press coverage as well, my subscribers have increased. Uh, there is a lot of people I have, you know, there's a lot of people popping up on OnlyFans just for fans as well. Uh, but I would say legal-wise and stuff now, you know, these 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 platforms, you've got to have model release papers, you've got to do it right. I think there is a lot of pop-ups, but the problem with these pop-up guys is if they don't have collab paperwork with other models, they're going to just get struck off it. So I think it's a, a trend just now. And to some extent, the accessibility of fan subscription sites has really sort of resulted in the democratization of porn, almost like you don't have to have a certain look or body type to be a porn star. You kind of just need to be able to create content that people want to watch. But I guess, you know, you mentioned the importance of getting your paperwork in order. What are some of the other challenges in creating fan subscription content that maybe people don't realize until they try and do it? I think a lot of people who... I've certainly noticed that I've maybe, that I've maybe tried to get their, this OnlyFans up and started is I think if you don't have some type of following, you're not going to pull on the traffic and you're not going to get the subscribers. So I think they've got that. That's a bit of a, if they're going to have all these newbies coming up, um, some people do really well, some people do really well really quickly, but other people just are struggling, struggling, struggling. If they're not getting their tweets out there and they're not getting their content shared, then nobody's going to subscribe. Yeah, it's really hard to build your brand from scratch if you've got nothing to get the momentum going, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, you do have a lot of people, and I think I did notice a lot in the pandemic as well that there was a lot of people uh, just coming out of nowhere that you know, should I start OnlyFans the next day? They've got an OnlyFans account. What sort of porn do you like to watch? Um, personally, uh, porn that I like to watch again, I completely support the whole prep. Uh, it's really important that you know guys know their, their status, uh, if they're negative, if they're undetectable, or if they're on prep. Uh, Bareback porn uh, for me always does it. The cum shot, you know, the money shot's always a good one. <laughs> who are some of the guys in the adult entertainment industry who you feel are really setting the standard at the moment? Who are the guys who are getting it right? Drew Dixon's definitely one of them. He's he's doing extremely well. He's collabing with with so many people, and uh, yeah, he he also won a Grammy award as well. So it just it just goes to show. Um, someone like him, he's, I would say he's definitely top of the list for well done. <laughs> and so as we look ahead in the months to come, you're planning time in London, keeping the filming going. What are some of the big aspirations or goals that you want to try and hit uh, as we look into the future? Uh, debut in the new studios, definitely getting involved in some of the new studios uh, across the pond in America. I think that's a big one. Uh, dying to get out there to be honest I, just, I can't wait for this to uplift a bit more so we could get out there happily go out there no problem at all <laughs> now if people want to follow you and support the work you're doing where's the best place for them to find you I would say probably Twitter yeah uh, or Instagram as well I, I do have an Instagram account I did have one before unfortunately I didn't stick to the rules so much then I got a few warnings and they just deactivated my account about, about 5,000 and then they deactivated it so I did get a warning uh, the Instagram's going up again as well. And yeah, Instagram, Twitter's the best place to find you. Awesome. That's brilliant. Okay. Thanks for your time today. Thank you. If you want to find out more about Mark and follow his journey, you can find him on Twitter at MarkMcCauley1. That's all for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at GTV London. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on GTV.